Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi a better place to live work and play today we got a great show uh, in the first half of the show we have lee bond who's the chief executive officer for singing river health system in the second half of the show uh, show we're going to be talking with uh, mike bruffy who's the vp and general counsel for the island view casino and resort and uh, look forward to that conversation they, they're doing a great job of reopening the casino and he's going to give us an update he's also got some great news to share and we'll we'll hear that as well in our in our next segment so uh lee how are you doing buddy Doing great, very good. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. It's great to great to talk to you again. It's it's always good to check in with you. I've I've really enjoyed over many years watching your leadership, um, whether it be at the Grand Casino, the IP, and other parts of your career, serving with you on the board of directors for the uh, Jackson County Chamber, and now, of course, as chief executive officer for Singing River Health Systems. You know, you've you've uh, You've really uh, sat in an important chair during the recovery of that hospital and the turnaround of that hospital, and now the expansion of that hospital. We, you know, you recently uh, announced the the purchase of Garden Park. We're going to come back to all those aspects. I want to talk a little bit more about your career and growing up and uh, and you know, kind of where you are today. But before we do that, let's get the important stuff out of the way. The pandemic. What's your latest thoughts on the COVID situation? Uh, the latest thoughts are it's getting better overall. We do see a spike in the number of positives, but the thing you got to really focus on is hospitalizations. Our number of hospitalizations is really lower uh, than it's been. We're, for example, today we have six people that are hospitalized, and there was a time when we had uh, a multiple of that. So while we have more positive tests in the community, that's a result of more testing and a result of uh, you know the world opening up, more people out there, more activity going on. So uh, we do have to be careful. I think people have got to be cognizant. I think we've got to uh, heighten the focus on basic hygiene, hand hygiene, and face touching, and things like that. And we've got to remind people they need to be careful uh, when they're in their homes uh, because that's where where it seems to be spreading. But uh, Overall, uh, we, we see less acuity right now, and so we're, we're feeling okay about things. So I mentioned to you before the show that um, uh, Dr. Nicholas Conger, who has been a kind of regular on the show from Memorial, has, has talked about just essentially what you just said, that, that there's been a slight up, uptick. He expected to see that. But it's so important that people not drop their guard. So, you know, when we're out and about, I think the majority of people are wearing face masks and are practicing social distancing. Some are sort of ignoring the reality of that. But when they get home, one of your concerns is they're dropping their guard. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Sure. Well, I've said this from the beginning, uh, face masks help, but they're not a panacea because the face mask helps a person who has it from spreading it to others. Uh, that's the issue. Whereas I, I think that uh, people do lose their focus and let their guard down when they're at home. When they're at work, everybody's a little more aware of people around them and, and what's going on. And they're, they're a little more apt to wash their hands and not touch their face. 
when they're at home, they're more likely to hug somebody, they're more likely to share a serving plate, they're more likely to get close to someone and be in a situation where the droplets can spread. And so I think that's the, the area that we need people to focus on is in the home. Uh, there was that whole uh, safer at, at home thing. I, I like to say, I think people are sometimes safer at work than they are at their home. <laughs> well, I, you know, you can see how that can happen. I mean, you really do, because people do feel safe at home. But if they've got various family members that are out and about and having different levels of communication with other people, you know, maybe touching other people, maybe having close communications with other people, you know, they, um, you know, they, then they come home and they say, you know, okay, I can, I'm okay now. But it's not like that. And you've seen cases where it really drives the point home that family units are not safe unless they unless they practice some care at home. You've seen it. You've seen examples of that, haven't you? Absolutely. And there's the people get uh, confused about what is uh, they think that when they're out walking uh, in the in the world at a, a workplace that um, they're concerned about asymptomatic people. And the reality is, what happens is they get home and they've got a uh, someone else who lives in the home that has a little cough, a little tickle in their throat. Uh, many times they think it's uh, sinus issues, and uh, and it's not, and they just write it off. And they say, "Oh, I'm asymptomatic. I feel a little warm, but you know, I'm I'm okay." Well, that's a symptom. If you've got a, a dry cough, if you've got a, a low-grade fever, uh, those are symptoms. You're not asymptomatic. And I think again, people. Uh, are uh, still to some degree, not a lot, but a few people are ignoring actual symptoms sometimes of others in their homes. So I've had a I've had a string of really important leaders on the on the uh, on the show from Clay Williams from the airport, Milton Segarra from South Mississippi Tourism, you know, Travis Lund from Beauvage, and I mean just a long list of leaders lately, and now you among them. Yeah, I think the thing that we continue to kind of not preach because people are going to, you know, they're going to, they need the information. They'll make their choices, but that we do have, we do, we know what the tools are to fight COVID. We know what they are. You know, just be careful, wear your face mask, shut, you know, wash your hands, don't touch your face, practice social distance, and especially take care of the vulnerable. You know, that's what, actually this whole issue of families is probably where the vulnerable are the most vulnerable. Wouldn't you believe yeah, and I would say, Ricky, again, I think the, the area that people can help the most is that you know who needs to wear a mask more than anybody is somebody that's got symptoms. But you know what they can do more than, than wear a mask? They can stay isolated in their home and not go anywhere and not infect other people in their home. Our contact tracing shows far and away that is over 90% of where people get it is from someone in their home who, even if they're wearing a face mask, uh, they're probably going to get it from them if they contact them. So remember, the 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 reason the CDC and the and everybody went ahead and recommended mask wearing is because people don't have enough self control when they have symptoms to stay home. It's the people with symptoms that are the problem going out in the public or spreading it in their home. And that's if we could focus on that more than anything, I think that would stop the spread the most. So it's it's about education. You know, for every nine people that are educated about it, that tenth one that's not is the one that's a problem. So I think we got to continue to educate people about how, when they have symptoms, they can avoid spreading it. To me, that's the most important thing. It's critical that we send a message to the world that we're a safe place to visit, and we keep saying that over and over again. Yeah, we are behind, um, you know, Ingalls and and the military 
and the supporting industries around that, tourism is number, number two. So the hospitality site has to be a hospitality site, has to be a safe visit. And one of the things that Milton talked about was that when people make their choice to go visit somewhere, more than anything else, they're, they're interested in, is this a safe place to visit? Do the people who, who, who operate you know, the, the attractions and the restaurants and all that, do they understand this and do they get it? And are their numbers low? Our numbers continue. While, as we pointed out, there, there is a slight uptick. Our num- numbers, relatively speaking, are still low, and hopefully we can keep them low. Uh, any other thought on COVID before we shift gears? No, just uh, stay focused and try to educate other folks about how important it is to not spread, especially when you're symptomatic. Now, how are you? Well, we'll come to the Garden Park purchase here in just a second, but how's the hospital doing? We're doing relatively well, all things considered. It's been tough. Uh, clearly, we've had a, some of the toughest couple of months in our organization's history and the world's history. But overall, I'd say we're, we're doing okay. Uh, surgeries are back. You know, people still get cancer and they still need surgery and they still have appendicitis and those sorts of things we're now able to take care of. Um, I'm hoping that uh, the world stays open uh, for, for surgeries and even elective surgeries for, for, for good permanently. We're able to navigate even uh, with COVID and COVID positives very safely. The hospital is probably about the safest place you can possibly be. Uh, the only thing that's still down is emergency room visits. Those are down about 25%. Um, and again, that's, that's nationwide. And I think there's some places that are still down 50 to 70%. So Relatively speaking, we can't be too un, un, uh, too concerned about that. It's not altogether unexpected. But, but Lee, what we don't want people to do is make a decision to not go to the hospital, not go to the emergency room, because they're concerned that the hospital or the emergency room in this particular case is not a safe place to visit. And your point is that it's probably the safest place to visit because of all the protocols that are in place. So someone needs to go to the emergency room. They should go, shouldn't they? It is, especially for heart attack and stroke symptoms. If you're having those, uh, don't hesitate. Uh, You can be safely treated here or really any hospital. Um, I think people need to know uh, worldwide that it's better to do that than to die of a heart attack or stroke or to lose uh, muscle tissue in your heart or brain that you don't have to by waiting. So if, you, if you're in doubt, be safe and go to the emergency room. One of the hallmarks to your leadership is that you are, are really great at connecting with people. You, you enjoy people. And your leadership is all about making sure that, that, you know, that you take care of the people who are around you. So I'm just curious, how's your team doing? I know it's been a, a, a tough couple of months, but how's your team they're doing? doing, but they're doing what great. Do we do? Let's do this. We're coming to the end of the segment. I want to hear, talk about your team when we come back because I don't want to short shrift it because we're getting to the break. This is Lee Bond, the, the uh, C, CEO of Singer River Health Systems, and we'll be back right after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Supertalk Mississippi media production.